Do you believe that Donald Trump has been leading a crusade against an elite left-wing cabal of influential Satanists? Yeah, me neither. But for adherents to QAnon, the hyper-conspiracy theory come religion come political party, this and related ideas are just obviously true. You only have to open your eyes, do your research. But when our guest this time, gaming expert Reid Berkowitz, opened his eyes, did his research, he saw in QAnon another pattern. This novel viral organism appeared to share many techniques from interactive storytelling telling, live-action role-playing or LARPing, and the whole world of alternative reality gaming, as he told Culturefile. Yeah, there are a lot of terms I would put alternate reality games or ARGs into that subset. Basically, anything that's a fiction that's being played in reality would fit. It could be immersive theater, it could be alternate reality games, it could be LARPs or live-action role-playing games. I think they all have a very similar purpose. And what's the purpose? The purpose is to tell a story. Right now it's very popular, but you have to be in New York or LA sometimes to really, you know, see Punch Drunk or Sleep No More, you know, or any of the the many, many fine interactive and immersive performances around. Uh, Being involved in an alternate reality game is slightly easier because you can access it through a computer. Um, But I'd have to say it's still a niche. (laughs) Tell us, in your opinion, before you bring a game's mind to it, what QAnon is. Q started on an image board called 4chan, and there was several of these characters. There was QAnon, but there was also FBI Anon, CIA Anon. So it was kind of a workshop thing, and the general concept of the game is that this person would be dropping clues to you from some intel source that only they possessed. The thing that uh, you realised from your own work in games design uh, revolves around this idea of apraphenia, which is this sort of sense that things are connected. And it's both something that a games designer can work with, but also a kind of hindrance to good storytelling. Yes, apraphenia is the perceived uh, meaningful connection of things that are just random. It's usually beneficial, you know, in our lives. It helps us make connections to things that we then later test out and see whether or not they're right. I mean, science itself is is steeped in apophenia, but it has the scientific process to help tease out what is real and what is a guess, right? But we all start with a guess. Now, in a game, when you are creating a story, apophenia can be really terrible because if the players have a lot of agency, if they can decide what to do, they may come across some random information and it may pull them in an entirely different direction from the story that you're trying to tell. And it could have them wandering away and and, and just wasting time and, and they'll become bored because there's no story there. So you always have to steer them back to you know what you think is the most entertaining uh, story. QAnon works the opposite way. There is no story. Um, There is no puzzle to really solve. So in this game, people are solving puzzles that are really just guided apophenia. So they're coming to things that feel like solutions, but are completely untested and in often cases are 
those people are being led to those conclusions by looking at random data. One of the most recent events, the storming of the Capitol, some people referred to it as a cosplay coup in that there was this certain kind of costume drama feel to what was happening there that had a kind of irreality to it. It was some th- some kind of theatrical pageantry. Yes, there was an element of LARPing to it, of people literally dressed in costumes <laughs> with horns on their head. And th- those are the QAnon people. <laughs> the group at the Capitol was a very broad group. There were all kinds of different spectrum of people there. It wasn't all you know, just QAnoners, although they were heavily present and very visible. Again, because of this sense of drama that comes with fictional narratives. It was was a plot point. What you suggest is that this is a, a kind of 21st century version of propaganda, a kind of gamified propaganda. Absolutely. Yes, I do believe that. I believe that this is, whether it's, um, you know, an official organ of a propaganda group or whether it's a group hijacking the official narrative that is being spread in the United States and other countries, um, it absolutely functions as, um, you know, uh, as propaganda. You know, the, the one thing that you can say about Q is, I mean, if we if we assume that people are basically competent then you can judge the purposes of Q by its effects. And it is radicalizing people in a very specific narrative. Even though the conspiracy theories change moment to moment, the idea is still about distrusting the media. It's still about distrusting science. It's building an alternate world of alternate facts. Any problem can be blamed on any fictional plot point in the Q universe that they have literally created and point a bunch of very motivated, uh, radicalized people at any issue that they feel, you know, needs chaos. As a games designer, uh, say you were the antagonist here, what do you do to fight with it, to take its power away in some way? You know, I've definitely been asked this, can you create an anti-Q game? for instance, a game that battles Q. I do, I do think that there could be a more serious game, uh, you know, that, that, that can deconstruct Q or that can even lead to more community and more uh, genuine experience and a different way of looking at the world. But my instinct right now is that, you know, Q is running off of real problems in the United States that aren't games. <laughs> so I think that the solution to, uh, you know, a, a game that captivates people is probably something along the lines of uh, increased community and interpersonal relationships and genuine experiences in the real world. And so I think it's, it's exposure. You need to be, you need to, I don't know, go to a bar and hang out with Democrats and black people and Jews and scientists <laughs> Whoever you're, you know, uh, so distanced from that you can project that they're, you know, magical pedophiles. People need real experiences. They need to. They need to be part of loving, caring communities. Uh, I don't. Th- I think we've got a real problem with isolation in the United States. Reed Berkovich there with the less than final word on QAnon. And if you'd like to hear more from that interview, there's a raw video version of it now on the Culture File YouTube page. Yep.